0: Well, thanks for joining, guys. I'm here with Matt and Tim again. This is Dino. We're on week two of NFL season 2022, episode two this year. We've got a few NFL topics to go through, and let's get underway. So the first two are going to be a couple of high storylines from this past weekend. And the first, let's just go with the Niners. Trey Lance getting hurt, Jimmy G taking over. It's kind of a two-part. We can start with Matt being a fan. What does that mean for the Niners with Jimmy taking over for this year and then for after this year?
1: Oh, it means we're going to the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> and Tim's laughing. But
0: I'm hearing that a lot. The Niners are going to the Super Bowl, dude.
2: And I want you to tell me why not. I mean, who's going to stop the Niners in the NFC? Don't say the Rams. Right. no
1: I, I i have i have always been you know i've never understood the hate for jimmy g i mean okay he can't I mean, he's taken you to the super bowl already and you guys were a play or two away uh last year from going to the super bowl again so i've never understood the jimmy g hate um i thought that was a fun little experiment with trey lance i think we all kind of knew that he wasn't going to be the type of quarterback that was going to be capable of leading the Niners to Super Bowl this year. So I think, you know.
2: You know what? I think that in these two games and all that offseason shit, I think that Jimmy G became a cult classic. I think he's gonna be loved by Niner fans now. I'm telling you.
0: Like, I don't know. I I, I kinda I think he's forgot. been loved by at least half the fan base.
2: In- You look at how much worse you can have it. I mean, we could have a guy named Jared fucking Goff. We could have a guy named Zach Wilson. We (laughs) could have a guy named Derek Carr, who wears eyeliner, by the way. It's (laughs) like, come on, bro. There are so many worse options we could have, dude. And we have Jimmy. We have Jimmy G. I mean, There are so many, there are a lot of really bad quarterbacks starting for teams in the NFL right now. Justin Fields looks like a pile, dude. There are a lot of bad quarterbacks out there. I'm going to say Jimmy G is probably on the upper half of the quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, Geno Smith in Seattle, Kyler Murray. That's a whole other story with Tim. (laughs) But I mean, there are a lot of not good quarterbacks in the NFL. So. I'm I'm happy with Jimmy, and then we're going to Super Bowl, Bills versus Niners.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't have an argument with that. I th- I don't I think there are some teams in the NFC that are obviously could give the 49ers some problems. Um, I, I don't think the Rams are one of them, but I definitely think uh, Philadelphia, based on what I've seen so far, could give you guys a lot of problems, uh, and I think Tampa Bay could also be another team. Based on what I've seen so far from their defense, I think that could give Jimmy a, uh, a really difficult time. I think you guys play Tampa Bay later in the season, so maybe we get a sneak preview of how you guys stack up against them. Do you guys play Philadelphia? Let me double-check that. Um, no,
0: I don't, I don't believe so this year. No, we, okay, don't play,
1: so, we don't play the East. So I think, uh, I, I think those are the two teams I've kind of circled in the NFC that are kind of like my contenders, but I think the Niners are definitely on my list as well,
0: um, just based on what I've seen so far. So, before I ask the second part, which is, you know, if, if we agree that they're Super Bowl contenders, what it means for Jimmy and the Knights moving forward, we don't have to go in depth on it, but uh, Tampa does play San Francisco this year. So, we'll get a preview of that potential playoff matchup should it happen. I, I, I mentioned that in my last statement. Thank you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. I didn't hear that because you were <laughs> keeping the nuts on your chin. You got <laughs> donuts in your ears? Yeah, are, you,
1: are you not listening to one of the words that
0: are coming out of my mouth, you know? Yeah. I cannot. But anyway, so what do you think? Just, just quickly, what do you think that means moving forward? I mean, does Jimmy maybe earn his way to an extension? Does, does he find money elsewhere? If we have to stick with Lance. But what do you think happens after this year?
2: I don't know, man.
1: Well, it's all going to depend on on the results this year. I mean, if you got, if he takes each other Super Bowl and you either win it or lose it, I don't think there's any way you can say, "All right, Jimmy, hit the bench. We're doing Trey Lance again." I, I think that's probably the end of Trey Lance. I, I, I think if, if the Niners make a nice playoff run. They're gonna keep Jimmy and Trey. Sorry, Trey Lance. Welcome to Josh Rosen territory. I and mean, this is know, how it goes.
2: Do you want to know who Jimmy G is? The replica of this is so Jimmy G is the replica of Tony Romo. He's Tony Romo. He's fucking Tony Romo, dude. And I just hope that he can get over the hump and win us a Super Bowl. But Tony Romo was a very, very similar quarterback to him, and he was loved in Dallas, dude. And I don't know why the fuck in San Francisco he's so hated on. Jimmy's so hated on. I have no idea. Um, He has made some some shitty, shitty throws. Yeah. But he's mostly hated by idiots like Kevin Hoops, (laughs) who doesn't know football from his left testicle. (laughs) <laughs> it's like the same thing. He's like, oh, left testicle football. Oh, yeah, he makes dumb throws.
1: Duh. I mean, I can count on one hand the throws that I have seen from Jimmy G that I would say, okay, that that's a terrible throw. That can't happen. But So, it, it's very rare that he throws a bad pass, but um if if listen if you're if you're taking your team to the nfc title game of the super bowl i think it's really difficult for the fans to, to whine and moan about performance but um you know i'm sure a lot a lot of teams in the nfl would take a super bowl appearance and an nfc title game in the last couple years with that quarterback at the helm as you mentioned matt all, all these horrible quarterbacks you know, Niners are lucky that they, they came to a restructured deal with Jimmy to kind of bail them out here. Because if they didn't do that, the season's over. <clears throat> yep.
0: Yep, yep. All right, so moving on to our next question here. The, the other kind of bigger storyline from the weekend. What, what are your thoughts on Mike Evans' choice to defend Brady <laughs> and was the suspension of one game appropriate? <laughs> this league is
1: so soft, man. Oh, my God. So, so. They
0: just got into a little scuffle
1: and – you know, they can't they they have this every game where we push and shove and Evans decided to come over and shove him and he flew off to the ground. Like you know, no one flops to the ground like that. They should have been playing soccer out there. This is the thing. I mean
2: <laughs> Evans and Marshawn Lattimore have had history. They've a
1: history. That's probably why they did a suspension.
2: Yes, of course. And so, dude, I don't the NFL can find him and suspend them, but I'm sorry, man. Guess what? Guess what's gonna happen the next time Tampa Bay plays the Saints? I'm gonna watch. And there's no right, yeah. there's no reason for me to watch that bullshit. But I'm gonna watch it because I want to see Mike Evans break Marshawn Lattimore's job. <laughs> like that's just good football. I'm watch, I'm
1: not here to see them kill each other. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't understand like why we're. I, I mean, I, I guess, I, I guess it's the whole history thing, but a one game suspension seems ridiculous to me for a little jawing and pushing. But um, because because of the history, I think, I think actually both of them have been ejected from a game previously, both of them for a similar kind of um, spat. So, you know, I it, it, really stupid now from Mike Evans' point of view because they got Green Bay coming up and they need him. I think Julio Jones is hurt. Godwin's banged up. I mean, they're they're getting low on receiver there. You know, that's pretty irresponsible of him to continue to slap around Marshawn Lattimore like a like a, a doll. But um, you know, uh, so I, I think it's a soft. I think that's you know, just spending for one game is ridiculous. But I understand because of the history. Really stupid on Mike Evans' part to put him in a situation where now he can't play against Green Bay and. Like I said, you know, you know Tampa Bay is one of my contending teams. They get smashed by Green Bay and that could be the difference between a uh, home playoff game and going on the road for the whole playoffs. So, basically. Yeah, I I'm
2: I'm a, I'm a firm non-believer in Tampa Bay this year. I've seen enough in two games. I know you're not supposed to count out Tom Brady, but um, I don't know. Chris Godwin's out and Chris Godwin coming back is going to still be injured. I don't know. Mike Evans is what 29 28 he's lost several steps but he's utilizing his height still leonard fournette is fat and freaking slow (laughs) i don't know man i'm not tampa bay if they won if tom brady won another man he (laughs) is he's on the pedestal he's the number one on the i mean he might already be the greatest american athlete of all time right in of american sports uh it's either him or michael jordan but if he wins one in this season with that team, oh man, he's he's the guy, dude. They need to make the,
0: They need to make a logo in the NFL of him. You know? Jesus yeah. Gronk for the rescue late season. What's that? Jesus Gronk for the rescue late season.
2: Uh, it doesn't even matter if <laughs> Gronk comes back.
0: So, so let me ask you this: the Mike Evans versus Marshawn Lattimore feud on the field feud, right? Like competitive feud. Would you say it's more entertaining or less entertaining than the Steve Smith Josh Norman we saw a few years ago? Are you talking to me? Uh sure. Whoever wants to, whoever wants to answer
1: first. The, what, how many years ago was the Steve Smith Josh Norman
0: thing? <laughs> a few years ago, but remember, it got a lot of a lot of. It wasn't. Of it wasn't. I feel like Steve, the NFL handled it, it differently. It wasn't Steve
2: Smith. It wasn't Steve Smith. It was. Are you talking about? Was it Steve Smith, Josh Norman? No, that was Odell Beckham, Josh Norman.
0: Was it Odell? Okay. Steve Smith had one going too, but.
2: No, you're talking about Odell Beckham where Odell Beckham almost paralyzed him and he fucking speared him with his head?
1: Right, right.
2: Maybe it was Odell. It was Odell. It wasn't, it was not Steve Smith.
0: Steve had one with somebody else then. But yeah, the Josh Norman, Odell was the one I'm thinking of where the NFL, I feel like handled it a little bit differently. Or they, they kind Steve, of used it more for, for fuel. Steve, people
2: Smith, Steve Smith had one with a key to leave, and then a key to leave had one also with Crabtree, where he ripped right. Crabtree's chain off. And I love all of it. I love all of it. I want to see them knock each other the fuck out. So, I, yeah,
1: I mean, I, the, the, we're, this is a high, the, the, the top of competition, the top of physicality uh sport i mean let them let them jaw it out let them push push each other around after plays i mean i don't think we need to you know start cracking down on people shoving each
0: other on the field after a play is over all right let's move on to the next so let's talk about some of the comebacks we had this past week in the nfl i'm gonna give you four games i'll give you a quick rundown of each you tell me which one you felt was the most impressive so, well, the first one is Tim's Jets at Cleveland, down 13 with under two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. They ended up winning by one, scoring two touchdowns.
1: That's the, the third- answer on the comeback. So there, there is yeah. no other answer. Are yeah. you sure?
0: Because the second is Miami at Baltimore, down three no. touchdowns, down 21 in the fourth, winning by four, tying the game within 10 minutes. Three touchdowns within 10 minutes. There,
1: there, is, there is no answer no. besides it's the Jets Browns jet- game. The jets. Yep.
0: So the jets
2: were down. The jets were down two touchdowns <laughs> with a minute fifty-five. Uh, that is correct. Correct. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, no timeouts to the point where poor no Nick timeouts. Chubb, poor Nick Chubb, like apologize. Like Nick Chubb is a god, and he apologized for not kneeling at the two-yard line to give him his team a seven-point to keep the seven-point lead, and so they can down it. Nobody in their right mind thinks that you could possibly lose when you're up 14 with a minute 55 left. That definitely wins. The Miami one was obviously very nice, but it was almost like me and Dino were the cornerbacks for the Baltimore Ravens against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Like these guys are just jogging past all their cornerbacks. Mind you, in addition, I had a trade offer. A trade off for Nick Chubb for my Jalen Waddle, my sweet baby Jalen Waddle, and James Robinson. And I am so torn. I want J- Nick Chubb, but Jalen Waddle looks like a superstar, man. Looks like a stud. So uh, sorry, that was a side tangent. But yes, I agree, Jeff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, a lot of oh. really interesting things to look at from the, those fi- that final minute and 55. I have no idea what Cleveland is doing, just allowing Corey Davis to walk behind the defense and get a 67-yard, whatever it was, a 66-yard touchdown pass from Flacco. They just gave up on the play. Uh, it, was, it was like, ha-ha, it's the Jets, the game is over. And then Amari Cooper decided to not get his hands on the uh, onside kick, and, and they blew that. And then they don't play any defense on the last drive. And the Jets had third and fourth downs on numerous occasions, I feel like, watching the end of that. And Cleveland couldn't stop them. Um, so just an absolute colossal meltdown. Uh, I agree. I think it's really difficult if Chubb has the opening to just score the touchdown. I don't think – the whole argument against that, Matt, is that there's no possible way for the Jets to stop the clock if he goes down on the two-yard line. The game is over. But because he scores, it stops the clock. It gives the Jets a chance to do two Hail Marys like they did and get an onside kick. So I don't and I, I guess the other thing about that too is like I don't feel like there's been enough like examples of of that scenario to, to say like, oh, he should have known to do that. You know, like how often does that happen where you need to like kneel down at the one or two yard line to preserve the win and not give the team another chance to get an onside kick? I don't think it happens that often, so um, I think it's harsh to, you know, pin it on Nick Chubb, but like, props to him for saying my bad. But that defense cannot just give up at the end of the game like that, up 13 points with a minute. Give me a break.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, that's bad, dude. That's bad. Jets win. Jets are by far not as bad as we all think. Of course, Tim's got to shut his fucking
1: mouth. And uh, yeah. Okay, so well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But before before we start, we we just we just had a, a thirteen a fourteen point comeback. What? Well, no, sorry, thirteen point comeback with a minute and a half left in the game. Let's say that doesn't happen and Chubb does kneel down at the two yard. yard. The Jets lose thirty to seventeen on the road, and they're zero and two with no with no hope in sight. So, you know, nice, nice, resilient win there. But let, let's let's not get too crazy here. You know, I, I heard some people calling into radio shows today saying we're going to take care of Cincinnati and we're going to take care of Pittsburgh. We'll be three and one in week five. Like, well, let's calm down. It's, it's Joe Flacco and a lot of young players uh, and after a I don't remember what the stat is, but teams that are down 13 with less than two minutes have lost like. Three thousand straight games or something ridiculous like that. I don't know what the stat was, but well,
2: on that note, man, are the Bengals a fraud?
1: <laughs> who are your who
0: are your fraudulent teams for us? Do you know? Do we do we have a list of who we need to talk I, about? We'll, here? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We can move on. The other two games okay. comebacks we had this past week were Atlanta at the Rams, almost came back from twenty-one. Rams made an amazing play late on the interception. Then out. Arizona and the Raiders. Derek Carr sitting on the sideline forty straight minutes. We, we can jump ahead. My, my next question is going to be uh, about some we'll, – we'll get back to that one. Gonna, I had the thing here, so I was looking at ESPN's power rankings and kind of comparing it to just point differentials we've seen through two weeks so far. And in looking at some of these rankings, I mean, we have the Rams ranked at number four overall by ESPN. Their point differential oh. put them at twenty 29th out of 32. We have the uh, – ESPN has the Rams at four? Did I hear that right? That is correct. We, we have the Atlanta Falcons ranked dead last in the league, yet they're 18th in point differential. They've only lost by five points to the New Orleans saying, and the Rams.
2: Falcons, they're saying the Falcons are the worst team in the NFL?
0: They have the Falcons ranked dead last.
2: I don't agree with that. Nope, I don't so, agree with that one so,
0: so I have two questions. So uh, one, how much weight do you put on point differential versus ESPN rankings as the season goes? And number two, who are your – you're underrated and overrated kind of a couple teams that you've seen so far.
2: Oh man. Well, what's unfortunate
0: is what's unfortunate
2: is where, where do they have Chicago? Because I think the bears are the worst team in the NFL. I like, agree.
1: They, they, they've got to be down.
2: They won. They beat the Niners because it was a fucking rain pour. Trey Lance sucks balls. I mean, it, they, they won the game. They needed the perfect weather to win it. I think the Bears are the worst team. I would, I bet you if Atlanta played the Bears in a neutral stadium tomorrow, the Falcons are absolutely shellack them. The Falcons have the best run defense in the NFL right now, I want to say. I mean, they're stopping dudes at the line. Um, I don't even know if Atlanta's bottom five. I mean, I, I'm looking at it right now. I'd say Chicago for sure um
0: so espn has chicago at 28 of 32 so five to the bottom and according to the differential they're at 22 is chicago how how chicago's pretty much there and and just i want to say like where's jimmy g from if he was playing that game
2: yeah oh yeah well i don't know jimmy g passing in that game wouldn't have had much passing in that game in the rain but i mean how about where's tennessee in that
1: I was just gonna. I was gonna. Ooh. I have a. I have
0: a list of teams for for bottom dwellers. So Tennessee's Tennessee a fun it. one. Tennessee, according to ESPN, is at twenty two. Yeah, that's dude. why point, point so differential. What? Point differential, dead last.
1: Well, they got crushed by Buffalo. So did the Rams. But you know, they if did. you look at one of the things I never, I don't understand about the NFL sometimes when it comes to the salary cap is. Titans let AJ Brown go, who was uh, you know, obviously their best. Uh, well, you can, you know, with him and Henry, they have a nice one-two punch. They couldn't negotiate a contract with AJ Brown, leaving them with Robert Woods and a bunch of random receivers for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that's a yeah. disaster. I, I don't I don't understand that one. He has um, no weapons. He
2: has Derek basically their only offensive weapon is Derek Henry. And
1: Robert Woods just came off, what was it, ACL? Yeah, I I mean uh i mean derrick henry ran the ball 13 times for 25 yards yeah they're <laughs> that, that ain't working <laughs> they fucked they're they're yeah so i i, I want to say i have tennessee circled as one of my bottom sell, uh, uh, seller teams uh, I, the sh- most disappointing team for sure and, and we're not letting them off the hook i know colts the kind of, uh, no the raiders no of course of course oh my god that team, and we have you know Josh McDaniels comes in. Oh, the offensive guru, he works with Tom Brady. Oh, there he's gonna come in there, and then they get Devontae Adams, and he catches two passes for 12 yards, uh, against at home against Arizona. I mean, that team, um, you know, you can make the case. I think Tennessee and the Raiders are my two, uh, bottom, you know, I like you said, I play, Matt, I I'll, I'll let you tee off on Derek Carr, but my god. Th- those teams, both Tennessee and um, I almost said Oakland, Las I,
2: Vegas, are horrible. I would love nothing more than Tennessee to beat the Raiders this week. Oh, <laughs> oh, are they playing each other? They're playing each other. Oh no! The Raiders. <laughs> After that, then the Raiders have to play Denver and Kansas City. Oof. If they lose to Tennessee this week, they're going to start off zero and five.
1: Oh, they're losing to Tennessee in Tennessee. Wow, Vegas is a is a two point favorite on the road at uh, Tennessee. I smell a bet coming. Um. No, it says <laughs> Raiders are two points favorites.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're not. Raiders ain't losing that, dude.
1: Well, they better not. <laughs> to they, your point, they better not.
2: <laughs> in fact, that is that's like one of the more positive things. That's one of the more certain things I've ever seen. I mean, who who does Tennessee? Who's Tennessee have? Who are they paying
1: <laughs> is what my question. What's that? Who are they paying that they can't pay A.J. Brown? Like, what What are you talking about?
2: Yeah, it's got to be
1: all defense that they're paying. It's got to be. The other team I have circled as a bottom dweller is the Carolina Panthers. That team, uh, if, if, if we don't – I don't know if we have it on the list, but first head coach to be to have his ass fired uh, you no, know, look no further than that rule. I mean, that team, they can't beat the giants. They can't beat the Browns. Now they get to start playing new Orleans and, and divisional games. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm just trying to look at, you know, their schedule here. I mean, they, they have the Niners and Cardinals after that, the Rams, the bucks. I mean, this Carolina Panthers team is going to win three or four games. So I mean, that, 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 you know, that is not gonna get it done. They have a brand new owner too that's gonna to fire Matt Rule if they if I think if they lose a couple more games. Oh.
2: What does happen? You there? Yeah. Yeah, we're here. Oh, okay, cool. I thought that I accidentally hung up. Um yeah, there's there's other teams in there. There's other teams in there that we can't forget about just because they've won a game. Don't forget, I'm not, new- <laughs> I'm not a big believer in New I'm not a big believer in New Orleans.
1: No, yeah.
2: I think New Orleans sucks nuts, and they got lucky to be Atlanta <laughs> in the beginning. Um, they did, yeah. Let's not forget about the Dallas Cowgirls. <laughs> Cooper Rush, uh, come on, beat the Bengals. What, let's let's talk about, about the, Bengals. About the What's wrong? Bengals. Let's not forget about the
1: Seattle Seacocks.
2: <laughs> they they are hot garbage.
1: I told you that. Lucky,
2: they got a lucky win against they Mr.
1: Over-under-five-and-a-half, good luck with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they you're, are hot garbage. You're wow. gonna be smoked like a
2: salmon. Oh no, they're gonna they're gonna be over on that. I mean, yeah, gonna, all right, we'll see. Atlanta, <laughs> they're gonna be Atlanta, New Orleans. They'll be Arizona once. Do they play the Jets? Damn, they do. That's an automatic win. Those. <laughs> all right, next question. Did he just gets know, done just saying, saying
1: that the Jets weren't as bad as we thought they yeah. were, and then says automatic win. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, maybe they are.
1: Matt, you'd be great in
0: politics. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going to give you a quick two divisions. That, I mean, Some, it's standard, Something
2: tells but, me it's not going to be quick,
0: but go well, for it. Between, <laughs> between these two divisions, the point differentials are kind of funny. The first one is the NFC West. You have the Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks at 28, 29, and 30 in the league at point differential, Niners at eight. The other one is the AFC South. You've got... The Texans, Colts, and Titans at 21, 31, and 32, and the Jaguars at 5.
1: Okay, and you're talking about – Okay, was, was there a question about- there or what?
0: Thank you for reading off those stats.
2: Yeah, what's where are you getting at? And you didn't even tell us if they're positive 5 or negative 5.
0: No, no, no. ranked 5th in the NFL, like 5 overall. Oh, They're okay. plus 18. Oh. Okay. So the Niners and Jaguars, by point differential, are on pace to – smoke the competition in their divisions well
2: first off i don't what's your intrigue on point differential all of a sudden
0: well i want to hear your guys thoughts on how important you think point differential is versus like power rankings
2: well i mean i'm looking
0: at this i mean the bills have twice the point differential of any other team through two games already
1: i don't i don't know if i put that much stock in it because you know you you can make the well cleveland's only lost by one point to the jets yeah. And that was a colossal failure meltdown. So
2: Yeah, I don't agree. I don't believe in, in point differential like you are, because if you were to look at say the Chargers from like two years ago and three years yeah. ago, yeah, the, the, Chargers. the Chargers lost like fucking six games by one point, And then Take they the I, and I wanna say their point differential that year was was in the positive. <laughs> like they lost a it lot. might have been, yeah. They lost a lot of close games, it was very close, right? And then you have a positive, so uh, point alone means shit. <laughs> it, I points differential don't mean like, I I yeah. it's a win or a loss. Yeah, right. you
1: are what your record says you are. That's Bill yeah. Parcells
0: for you. Well, we'll start with Tim on this one. Rank these defenses right now <laughs> Buffalo, <laughs> Tampa Bay, San Francisco. Uh, well, based on what
1: I've seen so far, I'm putting Tampa Bay first. Uh, they, they made Dak Prescott look like a high school quarterback in Dallas on opening night and they made Jameis Winston look like a chicken running around with his head cut off, uh, last week. So I'm definitely putting Tampa Bay up there. Uh, and then, you know, happy to just put the bills second and Niners third for now. I mean, that's always subject to change. Um, You know, the Niners let Khalil Herbert run in for a couple of touchdowns in Chicago, but they pretty much stomped on Seattle. So I need to see more from the Niners to rank them higher than Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo crushed the Rams and the Titans already. Um, So, but I thought Tampa Bay's defense was more impressive because of how lost and disjointed the, the quarterbacks they were playing against looked. I mean, Dak Prescott completed six passes in the first half. Of, of, the, of the home opener. So, yeah. I mean, so, I got Tampa, Buffalo, Niners.
2: I'm, I'm going to go with Tampa as well to start. I'll say Tampa's the best defense right now, but I'm going to say it's closer than we think because Tampa is playing against Dick Prescott. He fucking <laughs> blows. Um, <laughs> and who even knows if he was injured? I, I, I don't know. Yeah. He, he's got no heart. And then and then we go and play the Saints with James, famous Jameis. I raped a chick in college, Winston. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. I, I don't know, dude. Uh, let's see what happens against Pat Mahomes. Let's see what happens against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I will say number two for sure is the Niners for me. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that that first game was like I said, it was a fucking terrible game. It was like. It was, it was like Gilbert, Arizona weather, you know, it was a monsoon with rain and the earth is breaking away apart and opening up its fucking gates to hell. It was a terrible game, dude. It was Gilbert, Arizona in Chicago. And so I'm not going to put any, I'm not going to put any faith in that game. They played great last week and then Buffalo third Buffalo great, but we're, we're saying Buffalo is a great defense because all the turnovers, right? I'm saying that they're getting a lot of those turnovers because their offense forces that other team to fucking score a lot of points. And you're telling Ryan Tannehill to go out there and say, Hey man, (laughs) we're down 17 points. We need to get out there and suck the ball to fling the ball up picked. Now we're down 24 (laughs) points, Ryan. And guess what you're throwing to, this really, really, um, like the best receiver ever. His name's Traylon Burks. He's a rookie. It's like, come on, bro! What a fucking joke. But that's I mean, a joke. It's a, the yeah.
1: Tennessee Titans are a, joke. a uh, joke. The correct answer to this question, that's trivia question from Dino, uh, based on the numbers, is the Niners are number one, uh, Buffalo two, uh, Denver, New England, and Tampa is fifth. So that's in yards a game. That's what I measure it off of. So. Um, I actually got that completely wrong, but based on the numbers, but based on what I'm watching in the games, I think Tampa has been most impressive, but not going to argue against any of the three candidates,
2: the the yards per game's nice and everything. I mean, when you look at a game and a a team in two games has allowed a total of 13 points, that makes my dick a little hard.
1: The Niners are only giving up 210 yards
0: a game. Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's a pretty, pretty impressive start. All yeah. right, what's next, D? Well, you, you can put the weather in game one towards that a little bit, but all right. Next, most impressive stat line of the weekend. If you want Tua, me to read them out, I can. not
2: but... Tua, 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 Lamar Tua,
0: 16... Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, or the Tampa defense? Who had the most that... impressive? that one
2: i don't need to listen to anything other than tua taglavoa and it's not even so much the six touchdowns in the game but he's <laughs> threw, he threw
1: what's that i just laughed at six touchdowns that's insane
2: i mean he threw four in the fourth quarter correct
1: yep uh, i believe that's correct
0: yes
2: and would he have 480 something yards or yeah.
0: he was 36 for 50 469 passing yards, six touchdowns, and he threw two picks.
1: Yeah, I mean, the guy balled out. We (laughs) talked so much trash about Tua. I I was one of them. We were like, this guy doesn't look like he knows what he's doing.
2: Yeah, and I don't believe in him for shit. I mean, still, Tyreek Hill is really amazing. Jalen Waddle's amazing. But, yeah, I mean, that stat line, you're asking the best stat line. I mean, Stephon Diggs had a great stat line, but it was believable. He had, what, 180 yards and two
0: touchdowns? Diggs was uh, 12 (laughs) catches on 14 targets, 148 yards, three touchdowns.
1: Three – okay.
0: (laughs) 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 Tyreek (laughs) Hill, 11 catches, 13 targets, 190, two touchdowns. Yeah, that's the exact same stat line as Waddle, though. Lamar was 21 for 29. For three hundred eighteen yards, four touch or three touchdowns, nine carries, hundred nineteen rushing yards, and a touchdown. Oh my god! Say that one again. <laughs> that was yeah. Wow, <laughs> Lamar was twenty one of twenty nine for three eighteen and three touchdowns, plus nine carries for a hundred and nineteen rushing yards and another touchdown.
2: Yeah, that might
0: win it, bro.
2: Jesus, Lamar god. went I- at Hundred and twenty yards
0: rush- I know he had that. He
1: broke that long run, but I didn't know he carried the ball nine times for 120.
2: I mean, well, the run was a 79-yard run. So, you figure he had right. 40 more yards on eight carries. That's five yards. I mean, fuck, dude. The guy, that guy balled out. I would say he – yeah.
1: Whew, that's I would awesome. just take that – I think that entire game was impressive. I would take – all, all I, Waddle, Hill, Tua, and Lamar, I think, all win that. For that shootout in that game, they all win the award for most impressive stat line. But let's yeah. hear. Uh, let, let's. I, I mentioned the Tampa defense and how impressive they were. What they do
0: to to my boy Jameis? So Tampa's D had six sacks allowed, ten points. They forced and recovered two fumbles. <laughs> they intercepted the ball three times, and they scored a touchdown. Oh, my God.
1: Nice job, Jameis. Those, those Saints are Dark
0: Horse. And a in the touchdown. And gave up 10 points. Dark Horse, uh,
1: NFC champion, New Orleans Saints,
0: right? Hey, Jameis is improving. He, he only uh... – Oh,
1: yeah. He's, <laughs> he's really cleaned up his act. He, yeah, totally. totally.
0: Yeah. That's... Remember when he was 30 for 30? Yeah, it was about to be like 5 and 30. <laughs> that's Hoops' guy. James right. wins. I he just chuckle
1: out. like I just like flash back to watching that game <laughs> and just James just running or running for his life.
0: <laughs> oh God. Good entertainment. All right, what's next? We're gonna run through four games this next weekend. I just want to hear you guys thoughts one by one on your predictions of the spread. We'll start with Matt. First one, Buffalo at Miami. Whoa, Buffalo don't sound, don't is favored by five and a half.
2: Well, never mind. You told me whose
0: favorite Buffalo by five and a half is it? Wow, it's in, in Miami? Miami. Oh, I can let you guys guess the spreads from now on if you like.
2: Yeah, I I'll, I'll, just like to guess, but all right. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I, I like I like uh, Buffalo to cover that.
1: I'll concerned. go the other way. Uh, I don't, based I, on Miami's offense, I don't like
2: it, but I would if I had to bet it, I bet Buffalo covering that. Um, Miami Miami needed a very large comeback. To, That's true. To, to beat to
1: beat the Ravens, they were down 28 to 7 at the half.
2: Yeah, they were down a lot and there were a lot of broken coverages. And the Ravens don't have one safety equivalent to either of. I mean, the 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 Buffalo Bills have the best safeties in the NFL, with Poyer and what's other what's other Schmutz's name? Hyde, Hyde, Micah Hyde, and yeah.
1: uh, po- and Poyer. Well, yeah, I don't think they're gonna let Tyree Kill walk behind them for touchdowns. <laughs> no. That's no. that that's a high line on the road for Buffalo and they they, Buffalo has some stink them up games. Remember Jackson, they went into Jacksonville and couldn't score to save their lives last season. And I think there was another game or two last season that they stunk it up, but um, I, I I would, I would
0: take, I'm still taking Buffalo to cover that spread. (laughs) So, So what would you put the spread at if you were making the numbers?
1: I pro- I would probably just say Buffalo like by four or something like that. I would just lower that a little bit. You'd probably get more action on that five and a half is a big line, but Matt, for what
2: the spread in that game? What
1: should yeah. what, what what would you say? Buffalo be? minus three, maybe minus four. Oh
2: no, I think
0: it's at the appropriate spread. Okay, I think uh, it's next, appropriate. Next game, we've got the Chiefs. <laughs> waltzing into Indianapolis.
2: Oh, we, we're, um, we're going to let these guys off the hook? We didn't talk about the I'm Colts. I'm going to say they're going into Indy, and it's the Chiefs. I'm going to say it's at uh, Chiefs minus nine.
1: Oh, my God.
0: D, you want to take a stab at this?
1: <laughs> I I can't answer because I've already seen the spread. I Because okay. I told you about it earlier, D, before the podcast. Wow. So,
0: Matt, is the it, spread it, is minus six and a half. Wow. Of course I think Chiefs. <laughs> So, so T, go ahead. Let's talk about Chief Matt
1: Ryan. Matt, Matt, let's Ryan. talk about Matt Ryan. <laughs>
2: he is so garbage. You know what his first problem is? So, Matt Ryan's first problem is he's got two fucking first names.
1: <laughs> That's the first problem.
2: Yeah. His parents are to blame. Of course, he's going to be a shitty quarterback. His name's Matt Ryan. His name could have been equally Ryan Matt. What a fucking idiot name. Second, Dude, the guy should have retired about a decade ago. (laughs) He's terrible. And third, he's from Boston. Fuck him.
1: (laughs) That's the in-depth analysis I want to hear. I no, I yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand Indianapolis being being like surprised by this. Um, If you watch Matt Ryan, I think I want to say for every whatever year the, the Falcons went to the Super Bowl, what year was that? Um,
2: uh, five years ago
1: five years ago i mean ever since that super bowl matt ryan has done nothing in atlanta that team stinks yeah shanahan made him dude yeah i mean he he is he, i mean he was desperately trying to find julio uh, julio jones and julio jones was like get me the hell out of here this guy can't throw anymore um i, I watched game after game of him trying to like, he just had like a noodle arm um i think i had him in fantasy like two seasons ago and you know he just had no arm strength left. Like the guy was shot. That was two years ago. Um, and I was just like, oh my god, Matt Ryan's done. Like they got to Atlanta's got to figure something else out. And then Atlanta never drafted a quarterback, which is really confusing too. But um, I, so I don't think if you're the Colts, you can be terribly surprised that Matt Ryan can't throw the ball. Um, you know Carson Wentz for all the faults that he has, the guy puts up points. I mean he he, he scores points. Um, so I'm not sure. I think that might have been a miscalculation by the Colts to kick Carson Wentz to the curb and bring in Matt Ryan. I think they're obviously regretting it now. I mean, they can't beat Jacksonville and they can't beat Houston. Um so uh I think yeah, I think the spread is at an appropriate level here. I think the Chiefs are gonna go in there and tap that ass.
0: Um
1: <laughs> and, and I think it's gonna be ugly, and I think those Indy fans are gonna be uh that's let's see here, that is the Colts' home opener. Going to have a lot of angry fans um, coming out of that Lucas Oil Stadium shack.
0: Well, they could burn that bitch down after this one.
1: <laughs> exactly. Have you guys All ever been right. in that stadium? No, no.
0: It I is, heard it's nice. It is rad.
2: Anyway. Yeah. One day. Next time. Well, a. Maybe
0: a future sports weekend. There you go.
2: Maybe next year.
0: And that's the perfect transition because game three we will be at. Niners at Broncos. You, <laughs> Sunday night football. You want to guess the spread? The so
2: Niners at Bron. Niners at the Broncos. I'm going to say it's minus one. Niners.
0: T. Or did you look it up again?
1: Uh, I haven't looked it up yet.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. I think, better not.
1: I think it's probably even. I I have even.
0: Okay, it's Niners minus one and a half. You're both. Woo! That's wow. Close. That's
2: close. Okay.
0: And as mentioned earlier, Niners their, defenses, the are, Denver, their huh? defenses are equal. So it's not this is a offense.
2: game. This is a game within a game. So the reason it's not Denver versus, versus Niners, I am just worried because Russell Wilson has just shit on the Niners so often, dude. So that's what scares me about us being in Denver. But I will say that I think that Denver has the most overrated wide receiver core in the NFL. I think Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are very average. um, And I do, I do think we can stop them. And I definitely know that we can stop Javante Williams. It all comes down to whether our offense can score on their defense. Uh,
1: I I feel like we have to bake in a few points into the spread for Nathaniel Hackett's uh, coaching ability. (laughs) That, that guy <laughs> has no idea what he's doing, so I can't wait to be there in person to witness what he's got up his sleep for us next.
0: Those seats. Uh, are- my God. Well, I mean, the way he tried out for that field goal at the end of game one, he thought he was <laughs> at a high altitude in Seattle.
2: Hey, that So does the game start at – the game
0: starts at 5? Five? Like 5.15, 5.20, whatever the Sunday night – well that for us is going to be 615 or 620. 6 620 Mountain. Yeah, we'll we'll be Denver
2: and um and we are in the box D in the
0: suite. We are 50 yard line in the upper suites which is below the larger bowl. It's basically like watching the game on a large screen TV but in person. It's about that, that size good. of people.
2: That is going to be so ridiculous. And I to <laughs> God, either those tickets are like, are those tickets like... Embarrass me if money? any
0: of our executives show up. I swear to God, I will throw you over that fucking railing.
2: Are execs <laughs> going to be in there with us?
0: I have no idea. I have no idea who else is going to be there. But but you know who else is going to be there is Nevada Mike. That's yeah, right. And, got- and I know one of his buddies from this area, Bosley, will be there. And I guess a couple of Bosley's friends who live in Denver will be there. And they sound like a rowdy bunch, so...
2: Is, um, yeah, are they weekend. going, are they going to the suite?
0: Hell no. I didn't, they weren't invited.
2: <laughs> um, dude, that Hell is, no. are drinks served in the
0: suite? I doubt it. There might be a couple beers, maybe a little bit of food, but I mean, the best thing is you have your own bathroom. You got a place to sit without someone puking on you. And usually you're not far from, uh, going to get some beer. If you're at the suite, oh,
2: we're going to have a blast.
0: I can't wait. Uh, we'll, we'll talk offline about some of the other things Tim and I are talking about, but. Denver's yeah. going to be fun.
1: What an experience that's that'll
0: be. All right, let, let's get into the last game prediction and then one last closing thought question that's non-NFL related. So, last game, <laughs> we're going to, open to Monday Night Football. Oh, no. We've got the Dallas Cowboys heading to the New York Giants in the Meadowlands. Oh,
1: shit. Oh, my boy, C.D. Lamb, going to post up two guess, touchdowns on your ass, dude. Coop, Cooper
0: story. Rush, Daniel Jones, prime time. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Joe
2: Buck and Troy Giants? Aignin. I'm going to say Giants <laughs> by two. Ooh,
1: no, it's going to be higher than that. It's Cooper Rush. Uh, I don't know. Giants by five. Sure.
0: Wow. No, you, way too You, you want to know who's closer? Me. T, you want to suck them now or later? Yeah. <laughs> Giants by two. What is, Giants Giants two and a half. Yeah. Oh, come I, on. It's you're Cooper Raj. Giants
2: by five on those are very even teams. I gave two just because the Giants are home.
1: Giants are at home. They have Barkley. I, I don't know. They're 2 and 0. Oh. All right. All right. What? I'm off by two points? Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Fine. By the way, do the Giants just feel like that team this year that is just a poser? Yeah. Yeah. They're a they fraud. Definitely are. I mean, is there a team that feels like more of a fraud than the Giants right now, based on their record?
1: Uh. Cooper Rush is going to go in there and drop uh, three touchdowns to CeeDee Lamb on your fantasy ass, Nina. Get ready. I don't your, get your I popcorn say, ready.
2: I would say that's a pretty good – I mean, they're definitely a fraud. They're 2-0. Um, <laughs> they're definitely
0: a
1: fraud.
0: Here are your 2-0 and teams in the NFL. I the see. Bills, yep, the okay. Chiefs, the Bucks, the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Giants.
1: Yeah, they're – that's <laughs> –
0: Um, The Giants might be three and zero. I don't know.
2: It's too early to say frauds or whatnot because it's only been two games and one and one teams like the Chargers are one and one. Like if the Chargers were eight and one, you know, then I could say, hey, they might be frauds or this or that. Um, I will say that Cincinnati. I know they're zero and two, so they're not doing well, but I think they might be. They might have been frauds and very lucky last year. dude. Like, Ooh. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these guys. Um, but I think that they got very lucky. Like, they they were a quarter away from winning a Super Bowl, and now they're 0-2? How does that
1: work? Uh, Bur- Burrow just does not look like he knows what's going on out there. Um, uh, yeah. He, he, um, he was a turnover machine against – uh, Pittsburgh and, uh, you know, again, against Dallas. I mean, Pittsburgh and Dallas are tough defenses. So, I mean, if he struggles against the Jets defense that gives up 30-some-odd 30, 30 points a game, then then I think it's time to hit the panic button. So, he played two tough defenses, but he didn't come out and shred the Jets on uh, Sunday. I think it's time for to have that conversation about the Bengals. But if they go out there and smack the Jets around,
0: then it'd be like – How, oh.
2: how freaking fun are the Buffalo Bills, dude? <laughs> They are
0: a fun team to watch. Other than Cleveland, is there a franchise fan base that deserves it more? Than who? The Bills. No one deserves it. Buffalo. Buffalo. Nobody, Nobody
2: deserves One team. Not even – why would you say the Browns? They don't deserve shit. They were. They're not they deserve it. anything. No.
0: I'm just saying, for, for a fan base that's struggled in football for generations –
2: yeah, but the, hey, people
0: have lived lived an entire life and died and not seen their team win. Yeah, but
2: it's one thing to not see your team win and another t- another thing to see your team go to the Super Bowl four years in a row <laughs> and lose four years Ooh. in a row. There is no more tortured fucking franchise of there's no more tortured fan base than the Buffalo Bills, dude. Not one. You can't even give me one that's close.
0: So uh, before we get to the last question. You predicted Bills-Niners in the Super Bowl. <laughs> are, are they in for a rough year again? Who, the Niners? The Bills. What do you mean? Are, are <laughs> they in for a almost made it?
2: No, I think the Bills are winning the Super Bowl, man. Okay. I mean, that's what sucks about me saying the Niners versus Bills. It's going to be really hard for me to watch the Niners lose another one. I mean, the Niners wouldn't have lost four in a row, but if the Niners were to go to the Super Bowl this year – That would be the third time in a decade that we watched our team lose in the Super
0: Bowl. I mean – But at least they're going.
2: They lost the Ravens. They lost to KC. And then they lose – that would be brutal.
0: Didn't Tom Brady lose three Super Bowls in a decade? No, not not in a decade.
2: Two decades, but – I mean, the guys won seven Super Bowls.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think
1: you, can, you can't compare those.
2: No, you can't. I mean, he's lost he's won 7. Who's he He's lost to the Giants. He's lost to the Giants twice, right? In yep. Philadelphia. In Philly. I mean, and he should have lost to Atlanta.
1: He should have. They should.
2: T- he should have lost to Seattle.
1: Yeah, they should have have they lost that game too.
2: Yeah. I mean, he should he should I mean, technically technically this ass hat should have five Super five.
0: you know? But All right, last, last question. question. Non-NFL, let's close it out. I got an alert today, and I chuckled, and I would love to hear you guys' thoughts. We'll start with Tim, and then we'll close it with Matt. Here's what the alert said. <laughs> Wiseman expected back for Warriors season opener. So I'd love to hear what you think. With regards to whether or not he will have an impact on the Warriors this year. Let's go, T. What do you got? Sure. Sure, why not? If he's healthy, of course he'll have an impact. That's it?
1: I mean, you want more analysis here? I mean, I don't know. Right. You, you
0: guys need another big man? No, that's fine. Matt, go ahead. I mean, ahead yeah. see what the rest of us Warrior fans are thinking. I
2: mean, he – He's gonna be he's gonna be an uh, asset to us, but I don't think we should expect James Wiseman to be freaking um, Shaquille O'Neal or who's somebody like he he's not gonna be an offensive powerhouse like Carl I mean, Anthony Towns. He doesn't kind. look like yeah, and I mean we gotta talk about a guy that's more of his size. Um, he's not gonna be Kevin Garnett man, and I don't think we're ever gonna see this guy be a Kevin Garnett kind. I'm more on the side of thinking that a guy is born with um, athletic attributes. And this guy wasn't born necessarily with like extremely, extremely superior offensive attributes. He is just really tall. And with his height, he's really fast. He's got good twitch speed. He's got hops. Um, and he's just a big presence. So, him on the Niners. Yeah, or Niners on the Warriors. He's going to help us just being a big guy in the middle, a guy that we don't have to rely only on Kevin Kevon Looney. Um, He goes in there, and if he can get in there and give us 15 minutes a night, yeah, of course he's going to help us. Do I think that this is the guy that when his contract is up that we should be paying a whole bunch of money to? Uh, No, I also wouldn't have paid a shit ton of money to Sean Bradley. So that's what he's starting to look like to me.
0: (laughs) So, um, who 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 should be the opening day starter?
2: Kevon Looney, of course. I agree.
0: I'd love to see Wiseman and Pool coming off the bench together.
2: Kevon Looney is one of my favorite Golden State Warriors of all time. He's loved by the fan base, and I think he's more than proven to proven himself as a fucking tough, tough human being who runs like an old grandpa. And he is a very, very capable fifth man in the NBA. I'm surprised that we even have him back and that somebody didn't overpay to yank him from us because he is – he is. I mean, that guy needs a statue. I
0: I, I think he wanted to stay. I think he took a discount to stay. Yeah, he's a fucking G, dude. I love him to death. All right, guys. I got nothing else. Any last thoughts from either of you? Anything you want to discuss before we drop? So,
2: I have one more thought. So – my only my only regret is not getting on airplane with Dino so that me and Tim can join the Mile High Club. <laughs> Dino would be uh, stuck in some bathroom cock on the plane.
0: All right, first was, of all, no. neither of you would fit with me in a fucking airplane bathroom.
1: <laughs> that was my last thought. Second of all. I don't open my butthole for anybody. Now this is falling off the rails. Are are we talking about the Denver trip now, or are you turning the recording off after the butt fucking?
0: Yeah, we could probably turn the recording off before Matt talks.
1: All right, love you fools. I'll see you guys. I'll. Call <laughs> hey, you, guys. You, you want to talk about Denver, Matt?
2: No, what Denver? No, we could just text, dude. I gotta go to bed. All right, me too. All right, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll text. About it. Well, I'll see you in Denver when I see you in Denver, bitch. <laughs>
1: John fucking Denver. All
2: right, later. All right, later, guys. Right, thanks, thanks, guys. Later. Later.